Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. Hello and welcome to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Um, this feels weird. Hi, hi Jade. <laughs> hi, Steph. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm good, thanks. This is weird, but good weird. Good weird. Yeah, good weird. Like, we've been trying really hard to kind of figure out how we did it over summer and um, things just got a bit crazy and we ended up just having a bit of a break, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've both been busy, but I think it's, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that if you once you get out the habit of doing it, it's, yeah it's a difficult yeah. habit to get back, back into. on it oh yeah I've definitely missed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we although for everyone out there we me and Jay talk on uh several times a week we just haven't been recording what we've been talking about so yeah, um, yeah it'll be really cool just to start up again um back into a new academic year someone actually asked me the other day if we'd stop doing the podcast and I was like no it's just been really hard to get together and sort things over summer um, yeah. yeah I'm glad we're back yeah definitely I think the thing with the podcast you need like quiet time you need somewhere where you can get away and kind of have um a bit of peace and between home and work and everything that's kind of quite difficult but I think it's important that we make because I find it myself like a really useful process going through it when we discuss it because it makes me reflect on what I've been doing and so it's a really good self-management thing for me so um, well we always said it for us really didn't we and we'd just be uh, grateful if we had one listener yeah Um, and we have quite a few. I um, actually looked at the stats a bit earlier and some of our episodes have had loads of listens. Yay! <laughs> so cool. Well, and and um, yeah, I love it. But um, we've had people asking about it, so we're back and we're going to... Just today, I think um, we said it'd just be cool just to talk about what we've been up to because although we've not recorded anything, there's been so much going on, hasn't there? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm kind of established now in my new job um so it as happens I think anyone who's ever moved a college to a different college or even just a different job different employer it kind of feels you get so quickly into it that it always feels like you can't even imagine when you didn't work there type of thing yeah um so I still miss um you know working at Myasco because we're both used to work there and like that you know yeah we loved it we were like yeah ultimate tag team yeah that's it and it's (laughs) such a lovely place to work and and um so I still think fondly of it but now when you're in your new role and you're just kind of so immersed in it it just feels like you can't quite remember ever not being in it so (laughs) um yeah so my job um is going going really well I've um kind of got stuck in I'm really lucky because my predecessors in the role which is always brilliant when there's a really strong foundation so for quality it wasn't coming in going oh my goodness you know this needs to happen, yeah. this needs to happen it's actually tweaking making things better and we're really pushing although it sounds very cliche but we are pushing on to more like just looking at more consistent outstanding practice now mm-hmm. rather than having any huge overhauls so that I feel very lucky um, to kind of come in at this point with a lot of that 
as I say, groundwork already having been done. And now it's just looking at, right, what, how can we make things even better? So, yeah. that's, you know, very privileged to be in that position. And how yeah, about you? Amazing. Um, yeah, um, you know, it's been um, really busy at my end. Um, just lots of change, really, in terms of, I think I mentioned a little while ago, you know, the recruitment of a new teacher learning coach team. Um, yeah. I was kind of immersed in that probably the last time we recorded I was I was on with that um and it's it's just been a lot of energy and a lot of effort to put a new team in place I haven't ever done that before actually Mm -hmm. um so it's been you know when I set out with this vision of what I wanted and how I wanted that to be and who who I wanted you know to be part of that team and I don't mean specific people but I mean the types of people that I wanted as part of that team um yeah there's a lot of energy and a lot of work but it's all come together and I have an amazing team um so it's been it's been a lot of um establishing the team um establishing relationships and I thought today I could talk a little bit about what we've been doing as a team with like some specifics really around um our big vision and our universal model of of support and development so um yeah I mean do you want to start you want to go with what you've been up to and specifics and yeah I'll focus on a few key things so obviously coming in looking at um you know we have made a few changes here and there um I was looking at like two aspects really kind of quick wins that are just when you get a fresh pair of eyes on a process or or, you know especially in quality um Mm -hmm. coming in from another organization you can sometimes have a good look over what's happening and there are just quick really easy easy to implement not a big change nothing you know hugely um you know no what big upheavals or anything like that so I've tried to look at right what can we do that's got quite a lot of impacts but fairly um easy to change so um one of the biggest things that we've done that was so quick and easy was just to create a CPD booking page so previously um you know timetables of CPD sessions or events or whatever were sent out people had to look email in book on that kind of thing um and then there was just this amazing which I'm going to say one of my favorite words in the world now a widget um, <laughs> that you can <laughs> just a free widget um you can uh having like we've got moodle you know as our vle so yeah. it just fits in there but for, on the staff side of it on the kind of virtual campus and it um and it just allows you know staff members to browse different categories so we've got health and well-being teaching learning digital all that kind of thing they can yeah. kind of browse through you know click on and it's just i was like this is amazing because they can just you know, see how many people are there, book on, cancel, everything's automated, oh, really? pinging emails, it's so easy and Amazing. yeah, it automatically can populate the calendar and all that kind of stuff that I just thought, I just want this as painless as possible because obviously we know how <laughs> precious everyone's time is yeah. and I'm trying to, one of my goals this year is to maximise CPD in terms of impact and um you know just making everything as slick as possible so that we can you know just make I just want to make it as easy as possible for people to attend to match it up and line it up to what they want their professional development to be all that kind of thing so um yeah that was a that was one of my quick wins which I loved that's probably my favorite one yeah um 
And then other things that we've been working on, um, I've been doing quite a bit of standardisation with the team coming in for observations. So we're still on graded observations here, which is um, fine. There's, you know, some really good practice that I've already seen teaching and learning wise, which is really comforting. Um, And it was more just looking at um, kind of like we've done before. And I, you know, followed on from what I've seen you do with observation teams which is to try and move towards more coaching models where possible and um and just using the process as much as possible we've got it is a developmental process which is great already I'll see it you know it's not a big fear factor thing it is seen as definitely for professional development right it's not held up although that everyone is a grade one or two in the college um you know nearly 100% of teachers it's not held up as a beacon of we're amazing at teaching learning because all of my teachers are grade one or because all my teachers are you know so I'm really pleased that that's not something that I've had to come in and go oh but does that really mean you know um so it's great because I think that the whole um focus around it is what it should be so all we're looking at now is trying to standardize um you know looking at if we are going to say a lesson is outstanding which is amazing we want to see outstanding practice and we want to share it mm-hmm. um, but you know is it really is it got has it got that kind of um the outstanding features that we'd want to see and what impact is it actually having on yeah. student achievement and retention and all that kind of stuff and just trying to join up the dots as we always do and try and triangulate between you know what we see in the classroom outcomes um student experience student feedback all that kind of thing so yeah. um and that fits in quite nicely then with the other thing that we've been doing a lot of work on which is um, already doing kind of like work scrutiny with um, working with managers. Mm -hmm. We did it really early. We did it in September. So it was, um, you know, from a manager's point of view, they were saying, well, all we'll have is induction stuff or all we'll have is initial um marking and mm. which was fine because that's what I wanted to see we wanted to see yeah what the learners get in that first six weeks in terms of feedback and yeah. um what standard of work are we seeing what's what's the you know marking like and um and basically we did see lots of good practice we tried to mirror an Ofsted framework in, okay. in terms of time scale just because we thought it was useful to see um so if you do ask for work you know what comes in the next day kind of thing yeah. So I think we gave notice on a Friday, took it in on the Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, we chose the learners based on attendance and pick, tried to focus it on underperforming courses from the year before mm-hmm. um, where possible. Um, but basically saw loads of good practice, really good examples. There was one where um, I absolutely loved it. It was they'd been doing some spelling and grammar um, corrections within just a vocational piece of work. Yeah. And then because there was a particular um, like repeated kind of mistake from the learner, they then sent set this like little English task right at the bottom of okay. the feedback. So it was just five things for the learner to um, just, you know, to, to work on. I think it was, um, yeah, just the words that they'd been getting wrong or something, but just a little yes. mini extension task to do with English that was set by the vocational tutor, which I really loved. Yeah. Um, and then basically we, we were looking at the focus that we're going to be moving on to from now is that feedback loop and closing off the loop. So great that they were picking up on um, kind of like improvements that could be made, made by the learner or could you give, you know, extra detail needed or better examples or referencing or whatever. But then it was just closing the loop on if it was a formative piece of work, yeah. where would you expect the learner to be making those corrections 
Um, so I've actually had the maths tutor, uh, maths manager in today to speak mm -hmm. to me because he's come up with a little strategy, how they're going to do it. They're going to set five minutes at the beginning of every lesson to go back over any corrections from the previous week's yeah. homework. Do you know, like they're going to make it a specific so that every learner knows I'm going to have to work on my corrections in that time. And yeah. it's just a real, that, like they're going to standardise that throughout the team. Every learner will kind of know where they're at. And it yeah. will just close off that loop then of, um, the so what you know of giving yeah. feedback so that's bad and that ties into like some of the things that I'll talk about you know as we go through recording our podcast this year this this idea of reflection time um whether it be for students or whether it be for staff I think putting that structured reflection time in for the students will be really beneficial won't it yeah and it's not any additional workload for yeah. you know tutors which is what we're you know any strategy that we've yeah. got in place it's not onerous it's not they, there's no additional work involved because it's already what they do mm. all I'm saying is just try and be mindful of if you're asking for better quality of work or whatever it is that they're giving us feedback mm -hmm. when are you expecting the learners to do it if it's absolutely fine if it's expected to be in say the actual formal summative piece of work that they're going to do as a result of doing that yeah. piece of work yeah that's fine but put it in the feedback I want you to consider this when doing your final yeah. you know, or um but if you are expecting no there's you know not enough detail here or uh, extra please give an extra example or um please where have you got this source of information from that kind of feedback mm -hmm. you know are you doing it just for food for thought or when are you expecting so that's it's just just yes. closing off the loop so we're going to be doing um some work on that yes. and then just more comments on current working standards um so when they're talking about improvements it's the well what will that result in do you know so yeah um so obviously we'd be thinking if it was past merit distinction work if they are giving better examples and justifying their answers and things and giving more detail then you might be thinking right that would move you on to a merit standard but actually stating it to the learners so they can see the point in doing it um even on formative pieces so even if it's not a graded piece of work mm -hmm. but they might be performing at a certain level in that piece of work it's commenting on that and saying that if you if this was handed in you yeah. would this is the level that you're working at currently this is how you would get to the next level um so yeah well, i think it's just just it's important to that. It, yeah make things really explicit yeah yeah and getting the learners used to the language and when they know so again the conversation i've just had with the maths manager mm -hmm. um so often when they're doing pieces of work for say gcse maths throughout the year it's not you know you can't say well done you've achieved grade four yeah they're only working on a small aspect of but when I we were unpicking the syllabus a bit and the curriculum and I was saying but you know because obviously I'm not a maths teacher mm. but when we unpicked it there are certain questions or certain um aspects of the curriculum that would be say a level three yeah or a level four and and so if you're doing a piecework so I was saying there was a learner and she had 100% in this test that they'd set so I was saying great for her but when we looked at the questions he said actually that's mainly level three yeah, yeah. so does she know then that although she's achieved 100% which is fantastic yeah. that doesn't mean that if she Sits was here. able to rep yeah. replicate that in the exam she would get a grade four or above because actually that was only level three so it's just again like you say making it really explicit to the learner this is your current working um standard this is where we expect you to so that's great that she got 100 percent. yeah and and then they'd be looking to extend obviously her knowledge and her skills and things but 
it's just making it really clear you know to the learner so yeah there are um like our our little pieces that I've been working on at the moment and it's yeah as I say it's tweaks it's kind of like just so all the practice that I saw during that work scrutiny week I spent a whole week looking at work from all over the college every single area all different levels tons of good practice but then it's like okay it's great that it's good and our data is good Mm. right how can we push it on now so it feels like you can't ever rest can you but well you can't because education changes all the time and then um you know that's what I think we love about quality is that things are always changing and things are we treat it as you know where how can we improve like because actually you can improve everything all the time yeah Um, you know because nothing is ever perfect is it no and it's still celebrating what we do well I'm not and not taking anything away from successes or anything like that but I always look at you know everything as a bit of a problem to solve or something that what can we do now what can we do now what how can we build on that and and definitely pulling out any good practice so we had some you know really good practice that I'm sharing with the managers from what I saw because sometimes you just need um so I'm doing some work at the moment about smart targets and not kind of just regurgitating you know smart targets but actually um where I've seen some really good practice with smart targets and sharing that because sometimes tutors or teachers they just kind of need to see well what does outstanding practice look like yeah um because then it helps it click you know rather than um, so, you know, so giving some actual specific examples and things. Yeah, because sometimes it becomes like the elusive yeah. <laughs> thing that we're aiming for. Yeah, and they just yeah. want to see what does a good smart target look like then and how would that, yeah. you know, but not not just following the principles of smart, you know, but actually um, actually making it, uh, I don't, yeah, so how it fits in with skills, knowledge and behaviour, how it works for that individual learner how it might require communication between other tutors who teach that learner and the maths and English teacher for example or something like that so getting that holistic kind of you know making them specific and actually something that they're gonna that is going to improve their performance and not just a tick box exercise for quality dare I say (laughs) yeah always important we don't care for tick boxes no (laughs) um no that sounds really good really really interesting because um it's that whole thing of trying to work from a strengths-based place not a deficit and I think the more that we gather and share what's what's working well across the college the more that like you say people can actually visualize it or see it or um imagine what that is for them yeah because Um, I'm not a specialist as I say in any uh, you know obviously my background in teaching I'd be fine working with that team to give specific examples but I'm not a catering expert or an engineering expert so when I try and give examples sometimes you know I'm giving very generic examples because it's not something that I know their syllabus inside out or the you know I don't know the content of you know so I often give probably very basic kind of examples of things so I'm trying to pull out specifics to share with the teams so that they can actually see how it works for their particular type of qualification and learners and things so yeah definitely this all sounds really interesting and I think yeah that's the thing I think we I'm just as I do when we're talking always scribbling down notes yeah um, we've talked about creating like a little plan haven't we over the next sort of term and I think there might be um something in there about us really going away looking at some things like really specific 
things to share as good practice and then we'll do a whole episode on on um like really specific examples of things that we're seeing yeah uh, that work really well I think that would be really good yes definitely uh, so yeah so I, I I'll give an overview really of what we've been up to yeah good because I've heard I've heard snippets obviously when we're talking but <laughs> yeah. it always seems a lot that's what oh, I'll say. Yeah. yeah there's like a lot and I think that comes with like I say I haven't ever implemented in a whole new team um but actually it's a whole new team and it's a whole new approach in terms of the way that the college has functioned with and um, previously advanced practitioners um but I reimagined and redesigned what that role was um last year was me sort of analyzing how that worked and then I, I had always had this sort of little dream um well, I said little but everything's always really big yeah um, but you know even at my Insta, I wanted this kind of I thought about it and I thought it'd be really cool to have a, a really small number of people but full-time focused on teaching and learning improvement and I've been really fortunate to be allowed to to go with it and do it so yeah it's been a lot of pressure in terms of you know really wanting to make it work but not just like the pressure on me I mean I feel that pressure in terms of you know I want the best for the teachers at the college and and all of the managers and I see my role as like that central support for teacher learning development so um yeah we've got four teacher learning coaches um we appointed three originally and then we re-advertised and re-interviewed uh, for the fourth and my fourth teacher learning coach actually starts tomorrow so oh, real? so excited because then we'll have a full team yeah um, but we've the other three have been working really hard um so it's structured that they are business partnered with all the different curriculum areas so they um, are the business partner for either two or three curriculum areas yeah um, the way that it works is that the heads of area own the quality of teacher and learning. So they are responsible for the quality of teacher and learning in their department and and own the improvement of such. Um, but my team is the, I want to say like the internal consultancy type team. Um, yeah. And they are basically the, you know, the right hand person of the managers in that department and all of the staff. Um, to support them so the support they've been um, establishing has been relationships with the managers around helping the managers and supporting the managers to create sort of strategic development plans for teaching and learning in their departments um, analyzing data analyzing like learner voice analyzing achievement you know or analyzing lesson observation information staff feedback like looking at all the different things as well as, you know, um, considering the strategic priorities that I've put out yeah, um, and making sort of a really focused, proactive teaching and learning development plan for each curriculum area. Um, but taking it the next step, which is, you know, being very specific about embedding teaching and learning development as a core sort of activity within um, the department meetings, but also, you know, that that question we always get asked is you know what's the impact of of what you're doing so we've concentrated quite heavily on on the you know how what's the intended impact mm -hmm. but then we I've got another column within the plan where on a monthly basis we'll review what has been happening and then look at 
trying to pull out measures of actual impact so you know we've we on our glass board in the office we've now got a whole host of like teaching learning indicators and impact measures so and they're not anything radical they are all of those things around learning walks and um student information uh, sorry student feedback and um quality of learner work and quality of feedback and um, progress monitoring and tracking and value-added predictions you know all of those things are going to be our guide and our scaffold of this is what we're doing in terms of teaching learning development and then we're going to review what the impact actually is um, and we're trying to close that loop much more to a you know a really nice tight place where um, we can really look at what are we doing to develop teaching learning and then what are, what are we seeing as a result of that um, because it, we can't just be hoping to improve teaching learning and hope by the end of the year, um, you know, students do better or yeah. enjoy it more, you know. Um, so that's been really interesting. So one of the core things that we've been focusing on are what we're calling teaching learning development plans. Um, and the coaches have been working really, um, really well with the managers to create those um and I'll just say that's like what I think my favorite thing about the model that you've got there is that yeah. support for the college managers because yeah. I I really truly believe that the college managers have the toughest job in yeah. the college they are kind of like have to be jack of all trades they are you know business planners yeah. basically accountants you know like they've got yeah. to look at finances they're looking at you know um they are you know staff well-being they have to deal with you know cover and strategies and um everything you know that kind of the whole working is like the heart of the college that yeah. I really think they are the linchpin and and when we're saying to them about that focus on teaching and learning giving them that support and specialist support you know it might not be something that they're really truly comfortable as their specialist mm. kind of um where they think their strengths might be you know they might yeah. be amazing managers they might not have that real confidence with how what direction teaching learning needs to go or in order to improve what they need to do so or, I think... yeah or innovation or what's going on in terms of current thinking and yes I... it's a lot it's a lot to do how can yeah, you know, as, as a I, yeah, I see that as my job to, to look outwards and bring everything back in and now the coaches are supporting me in that so they're looking outwards and we're bringing that back in and then we're supporting the managers to really figure out what needs to happen and how we do it so the coaches have been amazing in building those relationships with the managers and really helping the managers to think through what needs to happen how are we going to do it and how are we going to monitor it and measure it um so that's been really really good and then we've created our um a set of teacher and learning principles mm -hmm. uh, so there's nine teacher and learning principles um i think it was uh, newcastle college some contacts i've got there shared with me some work they'd done on teaching learning principles so we kind of um took the idea as a concept and then made our own version of that so um there's nine teaching learning principles and we're putting them out there as a real key scaffold and a real reflection point for every single tutor in the college to reflect on those nine principles and look at you know what do they think feel confident with what do they need to work on this year so we've actually got quite a lot of the curriculum areas doing all of their development work around the nine teaching learning principles yeah we're allowing it's basically allowing us that structured autonomy model within areas so we're not expecting everybody in an area to be working on 
um say if it was assessment for learning because some people might actually be really good at that yeah. so then facilitating that sharing but every teacher is being asked to reflect on the principles and decide on you know the one or two that they really need to work on this term or over the year yeah as okay. well as then joining up with what are the strategic priorities of the department but also how they match to the strategic priorities of the college so um the teaching learning principles have been really um successful and really sort of embraced by the staff as well which has been really nice yeah that's great you know and then the rest of what we've been doing really is that promoting our service um as a department so you know like I said the teacher learning coach model is a new model as a college so we've made it really explicit in that you know we've done a what we offer sort of poster and a what we offer sort of campaign around it and the marketing department have been helping us with that so um you know on there it's got about um one-to-one coaching that's available to all staff yeah Uh, that's not for staff we do have a drive on on new staff and new uh, support for new teachers we also have a, a drive on um you know tutors that feel like they need additional support for whatever reason based on achievement or anything you know that happened last year yeah but essentially that is a universal sort of coaching model that's available to all staff so we're trying to promote that um we've got uh, the coaches are doing uh, we're calling them developmental peer observations so the coaches are going in there and just noticing what's going on and having coaching conversations with staff. And again, they're mandatory for new staff, but are available to anyone and everybody. Um, and they've been um, welcomed by lots of uh, staff, which is really nice. Um, they've been doing joint learning walks with the departments that their business partnered with. Um, so again, they're the critical friend, they're the developmental person going doing uh, joint learning walks with um with managers in in areas and then um like i say a lot of the work has been on the teaching learning planners and and putting them in place they've been going into department meetings um uh on a weekly basis and delivering training already on whatever the strategic priorities are of the department and then sharing back as a team um you know so they're they're not all reinventing the wheel we're trying to really kind of bring all our heads together to create really effective um sessions uh, and messages you know that consistency in terms of messages that are going out um other things that we're running a like centrally based um cpd sessions so that are available on a weekly basis and are available for everybody um and and again supporting managers to signpost staff yeah that's definitely something we're we're doing this year like more twilight sessions and things because mm-hmm. rather than the emphasis being on end of terms or end of years you know we have whole cpd days obviously yeah. we're still having to yeah you know, put cpd days on but the timeliness of that doesn't fit with every individual does it so if you oh exactly just had an observation that you need some you know you need some work and some support with then it's kind of like having that timely intervention and support yeah and and for me that kind of helps tie up the loop so this isn't just I think reflecting back on what I've seen previously where you'd put sessions on and no one would attend Mm. and because people are busy obviously but it's it's like how we join up the appraisal process um to signpost people to training and set targets around that it's how we like you say do observations and then set a target in one-to-one meetings yeah 
no, it's for it's a support mechanism for the managers because the managers need to be, you know, when they're having their one to ones and conversations with staff, it's about them pulling out the planner and going, oh, look, Steph's team's got some sessions on in the next three weeks. Or yeah. Next- Two weeks um, I want you to attend one of them so we're trying to put them on at different days different times and um, to try and cover as much as we can and then yeah. the intention is over time to create some um, online um, webinar type um, modules just little you know whether it be 10-15 minutes so if you can't make physically come to a session yeah. then you can on demand on yeah, demand and CPD. yeah <laughs> A mini version. Obviously, there's nothing better than attending and discussing and face-to-face stuff. But, you know, if you can't, for whatever reason, so we don't delay when you can attend, mm-hmm. we're going to create snippets so that people can access on-demand stuff, which will be, you know, re- really useful, I think. Um, other things that we've launched, we lo- we've launched a teaching excellence group. So... Um, where outstanding tutors can either sign themselves up or be signposted by a manager um, to go and share outstanding practice and be involved in innovation. And um, we're going to take those people to bet as well in January, which is amazing. And then we're running, um, we've called it Unleashing Great Teaching um, program rather than a good to great program. It's, It's a similar thing. It's like a it's all about promoting more consistent, outstanding practice. Um, but it's not, uh, this is how to get a grade one. You know, no. it, it's not that. It's not that at all. So it's about developing innovation and developing more consistent, outstanding practices with a real focus on efficiency and time saving where possible. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's um, going to be like a real key focus. We've got a swivel camera project running at the minute. So we're encouraging staff again, self-reflection, self-nomination. Um, we're going to um, get all new staff involved as well to use the swivel cams just for purely for self-reflection and development. Um, and so, yeah, there's, that's kind of, and that's not everything. We've got, <laughs> yeah. There's all sorts, but they're the main sort of initiatives we've got off the ground. So as you can imagine, it's yeah. been crazy busy. Yeah, um, but that's all good. And it's all the groundwork that's needed. Like you say, when you've got a new team and you're trying to make sure that they're as effective as possible, you can't yeah. kind of, you can't have a slow start really, can you? <laughs> so, no. no, we definitely were never going to be able to have a slow start. Um, <laughs> I do just want to mention um, before we sort of tie up the other bits and pieces that have been going on outside of work, but still related. So um, I got off the ground the National Quality Managers like Collaboration Group, um, which people will see on Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah, um, I've got about 30 quality managers across the country who are just talking to each other on the online platform and we're sharing stuff. And um, some are sharing more than others, which, you know, I'm uncomfortable people all the time to really share if they want to be part of the group I am a bit strict on that um but <laughs> it's about creating a space where we can really help each other across colleges and um, we're planning our first um face-to-face meeting and I've got a provisional date in the diary for 9th of December which is amazing That's and awesome. then um yeah and then I'm going to be at the AOC teach and learning conference in December sharing all of the coaching culture stuff um i've had people message me about that which is amazing and then um actually um which another sort of thing i'm really looking forward to is the aoc annual conference which usually i don't go to that and i kind of you know don't really know what goes on but um stephen hope who's from leeds city college and i have had a session um uh 
submitted and uh, accepted to do something on um, cultures and uh, positive cultures and positive like uh, brave leadership so um, we're in the process of planning that over the next couple of weeks so I'm mega excited for that. That's so cool yeah that'll be brilliant. I'm scared but um, I'm really I really you know I'm really passionate to get a message out about collaborative cultures and positive leadership and um, because I think the magic is there. Um, Yeah you know so yeah um loads going on and like <laughs> that, um we're going to plan out what we're going to do over the next few weeks and um yeah we've got so much to share haven't we so yeah definitely and I think it, it, and and there's lots of evidence of what we're doing working you know so I think that's quite good we want to be sharing things that we know have impact and and kind of a proven to work so that it's you know you kind of take out the trial and error then yeah um, but we what we hope to help other people yeah. saying we were figuring this out and now we figured it out and this is kind of how we did it so yeah um, okay let's um let's call it a day then today because otherwise we'll be here for three hours <laughs> that was that was our effort to keep it to 20 minutes i don't think it worked but it's Never fine it's happen. fine it's all good yeah. it's all good i i love you know hearing about what you're doing it always like inspires me to think oh that sounds so good or i want to yeah. try that or what are we currently doing and can we match it you know like think about what we can do to so yeah it's always it's always great for me to do this as well fab okay so have a nice day jade thanks steph and you i'll speak soon okay bye bye thanks for listening to the teaching excellence podcast leave us a voice message in anchor tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.